You're tuned in to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. I'm your host, Lenore. Let me start out by saying that I am not a doctor, and I do not pretend to be a doctor on this podcast. However, I have done some research. So you know that ringing sound in your ears, or for some people, it's actually more of a, a hissing and a buzzing or humming type of thing. It's called tinnitus. So you, when you leave a concert or a club and your ears are ringing from all the loud sounds, especially the next morning, it's actually a temporary form. I did learn that tinnitus is associated with hearing loss and could increase your risk of chances of getting dementia, which is not something that I want and not something that I would ever wish upon anybody else. So that's exactly why I invited Dr. Keith Darrow to today's show. Dr. Darrow is the Director of Audiology Research at Hearing Brain Centers of New England. He is a Harvard Medical School and MIT trained audiologist. In addition to his extensive training in audiology, Dr. Darrow's expertise include a PhD in speech and hearing bioscience and technology. Fun fact, listen to this. Dr. Darrow is the only neuroscientist in America that is practicing audiology. To say he's the go-to guy is pretty much an understatement. He's the only guy to go to. So Dr. Darrow, welcome to today's show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Now, what are some of the reasons that so many, and I see that 50 million, specifically Americans, suffer from tinnitus? So tinnitus, you know that that ringing or buzzing or wishing or wishing, it's, it, the experience is unique for everybody. And our records tell us that nearly 50 million Americans, million Americans suffer with this. And you know, it's not a coincidence that there's also 50 million Americans suffer with hearing loss. The two are so closely tied together. In fact, tinnitus is most often, about 90, 95% of the time, actually the result of some breakdown between ear and brain, even in those people who don't notice that they have a hearing loss. Hmm. Okay, so what, treatments option, what treatment options are available for anybody who does have that? Yeah, that's a great question because unfortunately so many people live without hope. So many people are told there's nothing you can do. Live with it. Maybe get a fan. So there are two distinct ways, right? There's indirect treatment of tinnitus. And indirect, I mean, get a fan, maybe a noisemaker, maybe sleep with the TV on. Just try to distract your brain. The issue with that, and it does work, but the issue is that you're not actually getting at the root problem. With direct treatment, we're actually providing acoustical biological feedback to the system to try to squelch the ringing. We're trying to reduce and eliminate. And our new FDA-approved treatments are effective in about 80% of patients. I mean, that that is really an impressive number when you consider how many people live with tinnitus and how many people have been told there's nothing you can do. And that's just not right. So then how do we get it? Because I know that a a really lower form of it is like say we go to the concerts and the clubs and you know after all the loud music we have it temporarily but how do we how do we get it regularly you know so so that that we call that the hearing hangover when you go to a concert (laughs) you wake up the next day and you have some of that ringing or buzzing in your ears yeah unfortunately you know the downside to your hearing coming back and the ringing going away is you think you're fine and there's actually now nearly 15 years of research showing that that insult to the system from that one night or those several concerts or working in construction for two years, that actually has a real long-term effect. 
And what's happening is even though your perception of that ringing goes away, it's essentially building up slowly and slowly over time. You know, hearing loss is a progressive degenerative disorder, and so too is tinnitus, which is essentially the symptom of hearing loss because of that breakdown. And it can be from noise. Mm -hmm. It can be from just, I mean, aging is, is a fact of life. It's a good thing that we get to live long, but unfortunately, hearing loss and tinnitus come with it. And there are a lot of medications like some antibacterial medications and and the big one a lot of people deal with chemotherapy and that can really affect yeah. the ear which can cause the ringing now I, I i'm going to ask personally for someone like me who does you know work with their headphones a lot and i have this on is there any way that i can prevent this or at least try to counteract it as i'm going through life so, so yeah that's a great question and and what we tell most people and this is what a lot of the guidelines say if you have mm -hmm. some sort of a personal head system never go above 75 percent okay now that's i mean it's such a general number so it's mm -hmm. hard to say because some people have noise reduction technology yourself you have very good over the ear headphones so that number you know can be played with but in general we should try to reduce the amount of exposure to noise because it really does build up over time and it can cause significant permanent damage. Just so you know, as you were saying that our engineer on the other side, I saw him put his hand down. I was like, okay, let me lower the volume in her headphones right now. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> I know so like, you want it loud, you want it clear. I understand that, but really the long-term effects, I mean, if you can hear me okay at this lower volume, stick with it oh yeah no we're good i hear you loud and clear my friend right. now is <laughs> right. it i have been doing some research is it true that hearing loss may increase the risk of getting dementia later in life yeah so this is this is what's really scary and and this didn't come out yesterday or even last year since about 2011 there have been upwards of 30 independent reports all peer-reviewed all showing that untreated hearing loss can increase the risk of dementia by as much as 200 to 500 percent i mean that's really scary when you think about how many dense. people don't treat their hearing loss right yeah you're honestly just hearing that kind of makes me a little nervous as you can see i'm kind of moving around like uh-oh okay keep going keep going i'm listening yeah see i know see when it comes to dementia unfortunately i mean that's like the fancy word, but you're essentially talking about fatal brain failure for which there is yeah. no cure, for which there is no treatment, for which another person every three seconds is diagnosed with dementia. But we now know that there are things you can do to try to prevent dementia. It's estimated that 35% of cases of dementia are preventable. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, and, and guess, I mean, you probably know where I'm going with this, but guess what's at the top of the list is one of the most important things you can do to reduce the risk of dementia. Uh, Sudoku, like brain teasers? <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe I don't know where you're going with this. Okay, maybe you don't know where I'm going with it. The early treatment of hearing loss. There we go, there we go. Yes. <laughs> um, Sudoku, increased education, <laughs> keeping the brain busy, yes, that's all good. But a report that came out from the European Dementia Commission mm -hmm. about a year or so ago listed kind of in order all the things you can do for you and loved ones to help yeah. reduce the risk. 
And right up there towards the top was the early treatment of hearing loss. That's how important it is. You know, it makes me think that uh, my grandfather passed away with dementia years ago. And, you know, he was always singing and stuff like that. So it makes me wonder if a lot of the loud music and the headphones and all those other things and not trying to prevent it over the years actually did have a correlation. And, and we'll never know. And I also lost my grandmother to dementia. It's one of those things that some days I wake up and I'm like, you know, if I knew then what I know now, could it have been different? Could her fate have been different? Can, can we change the fate of nearly 35% of people that are diagnosed with dementia? And new reports show that it may even slow the progression of the disease if you treat your hearing loss. So this is really important. This to me is a huge you know, yeah. sort of worldwide healthcare crisis that we must start addressing. So if, what's the best advice you have for those who are seeking interest in any of these types of medical treatments? Yeah, so great question. So I, I essentially have two things. Number one, about two years ago, I wrote a book. I'm honored to say that it rose to an Amazon.com number one bestseller and a number one new release. I know, I, I, and honestly, I don't attribute it to my writing. I attribute it to the fact that there are nearly 42 million people who live with untreated hearing loss and they want answers. They want yeah. that unbiased support. So what I'm giving for your viewers and your listeners is we're providing a free copy of this book nice. at excellenceinaudiology.org. I mentioned that to you. That's my little gift back. We've sold enough copies that we can now give back to people who need it. And there's a ton of information in there. It's kind of like a, a Q&A of what's the process like, how to pick the best hearing healthcare provider, what are the real costs of, of treating hearing loss, the links of dementia, tinnitus, it's all in there. And number two, you have to take action. Yeah. You have to do something about it. Mm -hmm. See, we have a network. In our Excellence in Audiology network, we have providers across the country that are committed to the highest level of hearing healthcare, and they're there waiting for you. They can help you starting today. So I do wanna say not just thank you for joining us today, but thank you for giving us all that information. And honestly, Absolutely. I feel like giving us hope because like you said earlier, not many people think that they, they have hope and that they can push forward and you're giving other people like that, that light and that path. Thank you. Yeah, and I mean, that right, I, that's my job. My job is to help educate, my job is to give hope, and there really is a lot of hope when it comes to the medical treatment of hearing loss, tinnitus, and associated cognitive needs. Well, again, Dr. Darrow, thank you so much for joining us today, informing us, educating us, and really creating awareness, essentially. So you make sure to check out his website for more information or to even book a consultation at excellenceaudiology.org. That's E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E in I-N audiology a-u-d-i-o-l-o-g-y dot org spelling it out yes. for my friends because sometimes i hear <laughs> things and i don't type them correctly dr darrow sure. thank you so much for joining us remember to hit that subscribe button wherever you may listen to your podcast and until next time i'm your host lenora of the brand ambassador select podcast take care